This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. The concept of becoming your own God is about reclaiming your power and recognizing that you are the creator of your own reality. We live in a world where many of us seek guidance, support, and validation from external sources. We believe that someone else has the answers to our problems and can provide us with the tools to create the life we desire. From a young age, we are taught to seek approval from others and to base our self-worth on external factors such as our achievements, appearance, and social status. However, what if we told you that you already possess all the power you need to manifest your dreams and desires? What if we told you that you are your own God with the ability to create and shape your reality? Valeria interviews Reverend Dr. Kimmy Van Delkeren. She is the author of Becoming Your Own God. Reverend Dr. Kimmy has been an ordained minister since 2003 and is a professional certified spiritual life coach and mindfulness coach. Through her intuitive guidance, she helps her clients rediscover their true purpose and get in touch with their higher self in order to reclaim their personal power in all aspects of life. Using the combination of tailored coaching plans and addressing the beliefs that are holding them back, she works with clients to create a personalized journey of self-completeness and transformation. Meet Reverend Dr. Kimmy at RevDrKimmy.com. That's R-E-V-D-R-K-I-M-M-I-E.com. Here's the interview with Rev Dr. Kimmy Van Delkren. In your own words, who is Reverend Dr. Kimmy Van Dalkeren? Well, um, I am someone who's always studied spirituality of all types, be it Buddhism or Christianity. I have been ordained since 2003. Uh, I'm a spiritual life coach, certified spiritual life coach, and a certified mindfulness coach. And um, I just want to help people tap into their higher self and reclaim their personal power. And so that's the basis of my message. And I just want to make sure everyone starts to love again. Would you say that that starts with self-love, Kimmy? Yes, you have to love yourself before you love anyone else. You just have to. And the thing about self-love is it is a journey and it's a personal journey and everyone's journey to uh, self-love and discovery is, is different. That is true. It's very unique. So with that in mind, I would like to ask the, this question. How was your journey 
on self-love? How, what is like to love oneself from your perspective? Oh man, my journey. I don't know if I can put it in words, but I'll try. Um, I've always been a person who was outspoken yet reserved, but always told, um, you know, because sometimes women, you know, be quiet a little bit here, be quiet there. But I had parents that 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 gave me that independence. So I think I always had a little bit of it, but I lost it. And it's it's possible to lose that self-love. You can have it and then lose it. And um, I was overweight for a while. And I'm still a little chunky. No, no, no offense. But but I think when I started starting to look deeper within was really um, maybe five years ago. Uh, really starting to, you know, do more affirmations to heal myself and really just began to see everything clearer about myself and notice that a lot of the suffering that you create is is self-inflicted wounds on your on your spirit. And so I think it was just a long it was a long journey, but um, I'm glad that I got through it. And of course, we are always going to have a day where we may not feel the best. But under all of it, if you're still loving yourself and making sure you don't talk negatively to yourself or create suffering out of overthinking or any of that, you know, baggage that, you know, you can really everyone can get to a, a point of, of self-love. Mm. Yes. And there are different levels to it from what I see my own journey mm -hmm. was um, it started with self-care. That was uh, taking better care of the body and then uh, watching, kind of being more mindful about the content of my mind and mm -hmm. all that. And now kind of progressed, evolved into uh, into the wonderment of um, how amazing it is to be something that's non-physical and that's everywhere and in everything. Mm -hmm. Or better yet, it's everything's in it. So that to me is it's like... I mean, what I say usually is what's not to love about it. It's just wonderful to right. see this essence everywhere we, in different bodies and in, in, in the form of nature and the universe itself. So it's that's where I am now. But I know that in the very beginning, it started with the body, the mind. Is that uh, for everyone in a way, in general, Kimmy, that, is that how it starts taking care of the body, calling that self-love? I actually think it does start with that because like with mine, I, like I had just said, it kind of was with my weight and, and, and feelings and things. And it, it just kind of progressed where I got comfortable in my own skin. And when you start to um, get to the spiritual side of it, you, un you, can, you start to understand that you are a unique being, period. Full stop. You aren't Tom, you are not Mary, you're not whoever, you are yourself. And as soon as you realize that you are unique because you are just a child of the universe and your shell is different than someone else's shell, that you can start to understand that doesn't matter. Everything else doesn't matter. You, you are yourself. You can't be everything for everyone else. You can't people please for everyone else. You know, you have to start self-love and then it, it builds your confidence in in your power yeah. you know yes yes that's a beautiful message about uniqueness and it's uh, sad to see that so many humans have become so uh let's see lost within the 
mental constructs and mental mind content that uh, there's way too much discrimination of oh. oneself and then others and then this, this sense of separation, everything, you know, living as this little, uh, let's say, entity that um, trying to fight our, our way through life, you know, protecting, kind of pushing away, uh, trying to attract, um, let's say, wealth and pleasure and all that. It's really sad to see. And of course, I, I say I'm talking from my own perspective of being this way uh, at a young age. And then growing up that way, too, until I was uh, 37, around 37, everything changed. Uh, and I wonder why, too, Kimmy, and we talked briefly off record about you know, why some of us are seem to be much more interested in exploring our inner world. And some seem not to have any interest at all. Um, do you have any idea? I have my ideas, but do you have some ideas? Well, I think people are scared. I think they're scared and it shouldn't be scary to know yourself um, and, and and not to borrow from uh, Christianity and all, but there's a, well, I forget where it comes from, but the kingdom of God is within you. It's one of my favorite little Bible blips. And the main reason is, is because you're scared, but, you are divine. So don't be scared to know yourself. And, and a lot of times I think we separate, we we're, we're in this, this, this world where we're, you know, our eyes are seeing things, mind you, it's just light reflected, but you know, we're seeing things and we get so distracted and our ego and, and life gets in the way. And I think we just sometimes don't even take the time to know what we really want because we're too scared to ask ourselves. Wow. Yes. Um, I talked recently with somebody, I think it was yesterday, actually, about addiction. And I remember, mm -hmm. yeah, he was saying that. He's a coach, psychologist, a therapist and a coach, that the, the, the foundation of uh, addiction is self-hatred and fear, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. So do you see a difference between loving oneself and liking oneself? Hmm. I don't think so. You can you can love and like yourself. I don't see why. I mean, I like people that I don't love in, yes. in, yeah. a, in, a, in a romantic sense. But as a human this planet, I still love them. You know, that's what love is. Unconditional love for everything. So um, I think I don't think you can. You have to learn to maybe you need to like yourself first, then start working on the love. <laughs> that's an interesting twist there. Um, yes. I don't know. Uh, it feels like loving is, I mean, my definition of love, perhaps I have to ask you the question, what is love to you first? Because I have my own ideas of what love is. And that doesn't fit the uh, the liking kind of um, qualities well, that we attribute to things. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never been asked that question. So I'm just kind of like, hmm. Yeah. But like <laughs> for, for love, I, I feel, I, I think it's love unconditionally. Um, of course, that's separate than romantic love. That's a totally different thing. I'm talking about more just unconditional love. Because uh, you love can say no. Love can be loud. Love can be radical. Um, it's a respect and it's a devotion and it's a empathy that you have for, for other beings on this planet that you share it with. So I kind of look at love as like a... Um, an all-encompassing, like, like almost like a, 
blanket you wrap yourself in because you are so in awe with everything around you. So light to me, like kind of just, I'm like, you know, like I'm one of those people that's very hard to like, like certain things even. <laughs> yes. <laughs> makes right. more, Cause I'm like, eh, you know, yes. sometimes I like something or I geek out on something. It's like, you know, but I, I feel love is more of like a transcendental cause love is the ultimate full stop. You know, everything is, that's the foundation mm. for everything. So I love, we're using the word love again, uh, this definition of love, because that makes sense to me. That's probably the way I, I think or feel from the body-mind complex, mm-hmm. what love is. Yes, that would be something all-inclusive, right? So there's mm-hmm. no discrimination, there's no separation. Every, it's almost oh. like freedom itself. Okay, everything's free right. to be whatever it wants to be. Yeah. So. And as someone that's biracial, the whole discrimination that's going on in today's world, it hurts my soul. Because we're all human. We all walk this earth. We're all spiritual beings having an earthly, earthly, earthly existence. And we don't act like it. <laughs> mm, yes, we have forgotten, haven't, haven't we? Uh, we have forgotten. That's um, the title of your book I want to mention now. So Becoming Your Own God. Talk to me about the concept. I mean, I love the concept. I have to use the word love and like and have devotion for anything that has to do with um, knowing your own truth, your own essence. So talk to me about the uh, the inspiration and and also the, the concept of becoming your own God. Such a powerful topic. Thank you. Well, the inspiration was just how do I put into words how I feel? about just connection to everything. And, you know, we are divine beings and we've forgotten who we are, all of us. And in order to get back to who you are, you first need to look within. And the concept really is like becoming your own God. It's about connecting with your own divinity. Um, It resolves around the recognizing and embracing your inherent power, your wisdom, your potential as an individual, the human spirit, and it emphasizes the importance of self-realization, self-empowerment, self-mastery in order to create a fulfilling and meaningful life. So it's really about just getting to the essence of your being and giving someone the tools, you know, via meditation or um, affirmations to really do the work and stop being scared and look within. Mm, yes. In a nutshell. Yes. Yeah. I'll be asking you more questions. I have some comments, some notes here that I made that I took from your book. So I'll I'll just read them to you. But before that, so it's uh, almost sounds like, um, let's say, a paradox that we are God, but we have to practice in a way to recognize that. Isn't it interesting that we have to unlearn? It's it's basically the process of unlearning, isn't it? Yes, you're right. It is about unlearning because, and um, now mind you, I'm a humanist, but I I think we have as a whole, depending on what you practice, if it's a different religion, but the way religions were set up was for power structures societal power structures but the fundamental truths are still in those books it's it's just that they've been mistranslated misinterpreted and then people get a hold of them and they decide what they mean and then they spout what they mean and there's this separation between 
anything spiritual and you hear. And um, I wish I knew the quote as a, it's a Kabbalion quote, but it's, um, oh, it, it's, it's um, as below, so above, as above, so below. And that variation, there's variations of that in almost every religion, but it's truth because everything is, is. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> everything is, is. It just is, you know, huh. you know don't worry about questioning yeah. the connection, just be, you should be able to feel it. Mm. And just the wonder of the universe alone sometimes is enough for me, but there are always the days that you go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's almost like the energy, con- they, it's contracted. There's something mm-hmm. about that. We were talking off record about how oh, women, right? We feel when um, we have a, a period or pain, anything like that. It's Yeah, our crone years. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, that chains. Uh, even with pain, like for, for children too, I would say anybody, right? Would, that would change some of the energetic, let's say, direct contact with um, the God nature that's with it, within everyone. So what came to mind, I think it was recently, uh, two or three days ago. Yeah about two days ago, I'm always contemplating these things about, I think I was talking to somebody too about it. Uh, The foundation is one, it's one essence that creates everything. So there's no separation at all. And that is non-physical. So when you think about it, really, how is it possible to create something that we call physical from something that's non-physical? It's not possible, right, Kimmy? So in a way we are, it's just an illusion that that the physical exists. It's actually, everything's non-physical. Well, everything's non-physical, um, but the way we create things is, is the power of our mind, the power of the human spirit. It's, it's, it's the basis really behind manifesting to, to some degree. Um, you are able to create, but you have to put in the work. You can't just go, I'm going to want a million dollars today. Okay, go. That doesn't work. You, you have to put in the, the effort and the universe is basically the energetic force that creates and helps you create with your thoughts. And if you are, if you're, if you're doubting yourself or causing yourself suffering, you are going to have that reflected in your, the world around you. We are a mirror. Uh, so everything is a reflect, what we see is a reflection of what is, um, in our minds, which is, of exactly. course, very much non-physical huh? thoughts mm-hmm. and ideas and all that. Right. Um, yes. Uh, I was thinking about the, when you're speaking of manifestation, I know you talk about, you teach mindfulness. Mm-hmm. That's something, a practice that will lead us to a sense of control, I would say, of, of the mind. Is that what we yeah. are looking for to kind of direct thoughts and uh, in a sense, trying to control them or it's, kind of being open to what they are, just thoughts, and knowing that we are not thoughts. I think with this manifestation and thoughts, it's it's not about correcting. It's more about correcting what we're thinking. It's not about, um, think, you know, you, you, you have these self-doubts, and they start there with a, a thought, and it just keeps going and going and going. And then that start you're then you're looking around your life going why is all this bad stuff happening to me and you're like 
but your mind is just going and going. And so you're, you're manifesting all this stuff and you don't realize you are because you don't even understand that you're doing it. It can get to a point where you use mindfulness for one, you slow down, you learn to be present and just sometimes I just sit, you know, and just be present and just if you do hear certain things that are, are negative, you can correct those in your mind um, with positive self-talk. Or you can, while you're doing like meditation or a mindfulness exercise, you notice it, but you don't, you notice it, you label it, but you, you don't let it interfere with you. So it's really about um, being able to be present in everything you do. And that can be hard. I mean, even for me. <laughs> yes. It's a practice, yes. isn't it? Right. It definitely is. It's not like, hey, I'm going to be do mindfulness and I did it today. Yay, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not. Yes. <laughs> I'm good forever. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's an sure. everyday thing. But yeah, it's really about, and when I mean like, um, mind, um, sorry, uh, manifestation. Um, with manifestation, it's a thought process. It begins there because when you think about it, like we were saying before, you're a spiritual being in a human body. Your mind is there, but if someone took your brain out, your body wouldn't move. <laughs> you know, there's there's a connection, but it's not like you, it's like a it's a vessel. So who you are is what who you are inside and and the challenge for a lot of people is to getting to that inner truth so they know who they are so then they can move about the world in a way that is peaceful meaningful um fulfilling and really getting into like their inner self you know like find their inner peace yes right is that what so that would be becoming your own god yeah, do you also use the um, the idea of spiritual enlightenment? Would that be the same? I mean, yeah, in a way. It could be translated a couple of different ways for this. It's basically about finding your own inner deity and listening to your intuition and doing the work to, you know, find that inner peace, find your inner strength, and really um, remembering who you are. Yes, yeah, that's um, wow. We all need to to remember that, even if in those smallest, I mean, in in day to day life, that's what it is. I, that's one of the things that I'm I'm constantly kind of contemplating and reflecting upon. It's uh, uh, how can I make this moment um, a divine moment, and it's it's all that's always the uh, the longing. I would say it's interesting. There's something about longing and, and desire. I usually don't use the word desire for some reason. Uh, I like longing better because it feels like once the mind starts to kind of connect, connecting with this idea, with this perfume of longing um, to be in touch with my own divinity, then it automatically seems to happen. I'm already connected instantly. I don't know if that happens. Is that something that you have experienced too, Kimmy? Um, I think it is a constant connection, but sometimes we just don't see it. And that's when we are in a moment of maybe not being present or uh, getting caught up in the day-to-day -day operations. Like you were saying, like you could be working and you, you know, you might make an error or something and you don't even, that you're, you're doing things on automatic 
And um, I think that's a challenge for anyone, to be honest. But the longing, I kind of like that because um, it's like a striving for. Mm, yes, yes. You know? uh, we're not, mm. we're perfect beings because we are who we are. Yes. But we're going to, in this, in this world, we may not see be seen as perfect to this person or that person. And that's them esteem. I, I don't even worry about that. Other people's opinions, but, but you, as long as you're able to tune into yourself, even if it's for five minutes, it sometimes changes your whole day. So. Yes. And it really, really does. So desire, do you actually distinguish those two ideas, concepts, longing and desire, or they are one the same from your perspective? I think I like longing better. I've never really used those terms in that context, but desire to me is more, um, I don't know. I just don't like, I don't know. I, I agree with you on longing. <laughs> yeah. It feels more external to me, desire, doesn't it? Looking for things. Desire seems like wishing. Yes. And right. wishing is not a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. Because it's a wishing, think about it, wishing to be happy, right? Rather than, oh, maybe I can have, be happy now. I don't have to wish right. or wait. Always thinking of it, putting it off. It's, it's, that's why I think I get, that's like, I like longing. <laughs> yes. Like right. There's something about that word that I, for some reason it kind of, when I'm, I'm about to use the word desire, then longing comes along and kind of uh, intersects and, and goes in front of it. <laughs> And yeah, and that I think it's something that's probably it's coming from the spiritual mind that I, I I'm often in contact with. So it's always kind of teaching me some little things. So you mentioned to I think off record, and I read that becoming your own god, the book that you have written, is also the foundation for your online coaching program. Is the uh, program available on your website at this time, Kimmy, or? I'm oh still God. working on it because I have to do all the videos. Right. All the stuff is written out. I just have to like do the videos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any idea I, when it will be out? Oh, probably, ne probably next month oh, okay. or so. I just have to get a lot of stuff done on the videos. The whole, the whole basis is really revolving around the book. So all I had to really do is take the book and break it down into sections like manifestation, uh, mindfulness, self-love, self-worth, you know, getting yourself free from external validation. So it's like, I want to make sure I cover all the bases and actually include one-on-one -on -one counseling with uh, coaching with it. So it's not just a standalone, you know, program. I want it to be personal because each, each, each person has their own things they need to work on. So. Yes, that is so true. And the first one is the, uh, the constructed misunderstanding. Um, I love the way you say about correcting the mind that really reminded me of the uh, the a course in miracles not sure if you heard about that book oh i have i have you do yeah <laughs> so they talk a lot about correcting the mind so there is a, has been a mistake here so yeah so that's the i mean your work is all to me it comes across like very much clearly that way so making that correction kind of the misunderstanding that we are not god but talk to me for a moment about that, um, a little bit more about this idea of becoming your own God. Um, why do we, most of us, re reject or automatically think that, you see, think with the, the, the logical mind, that it's not possible. We cannot be God. I have heard that so many times. It's because of teachings that have really sunk into our consciousness in society, I think. We 
take the word God. And that's another part of the reason why I chose that word, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it just out loud, is that kind of take that word back. Because without human beings, there would be no words. So we can have it mean whatever it wants to mean. And and when you look at a lot of um, Abrahamic religions or whatnot, when they use the word God or Allah, they're, 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 even though if the books are saying it's concept and learn from these parables, the teachers, some of them, not all, um, the teachers tend to draw this line that God is up there, you are down here, that is it, have a great day. And, and they don't even go into any of the, the really life lessons that any of those books provide. So by using the name God, as opposed to, because the whole, the whole thing was becoming your own God. And then my tagline for stuff that I do is discovering your inner divinity. And that's really the essence of all of this, because you are divine you are divine just because you exist on this planet and you are a part of everything you are you have the material of stars in your blood you know you everything is connected we are earthlings we were birthed from this planet and she you know so so we um to use the word god is just to 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 kind of nail nail it get it nail it on the head in a way because you are divine. And once you can get into this concept of, you know, because basically it's really about self-mastery and self-empowerment and spirituality and feeling that connection. And a lot of people in this world lately, I notice, are, are especially with the pandemic, just dying for some type of connection. Yeah. And it's right there all the time. Yeah. You just have to look <laughs> inside. Yes, within. Right. Mm-hmm. You see, that's um, fascinating what you said about religion and all kinds of um, philosoph- spiritual philosophies and religion, religions around the world. They are all the fundamental truth is that we are one. Everything's connected. That um, the idea of seeing the other person as you see yourself, treating the other person as you, as you treat yourself, because of yeah. that fundamental truth that we are all children of God. So mm-hmm. that would change everything, right, Kimmy? This reality would be so different if we see if we understood that fundamental truth that everything yeah. is really, is God. I really think it would because. The way we are going right now saddens me, and I'm kind of empathic, so it just sometimes it makes me really, really sad. And sometimes I'm, I can handle it good, but some days I cry, and and it's just because that simple realization is not heard. No one's speaking about it, and 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 all the hate that we have in this world, you know, the only thing that can combat that is love, unconditional love. And in order to love someone else unconditionally, you have to start to love yourself unconditionally and understand who you are. And once you get that, it sometimes it's hard to deal with people who don't get it. But it's it's just it's such a fundamental part of our human existence. You know, and and um once we get on that page, we can, I mean, the conscious level, people wake up all the time with their consciousness level. And if we could just get on that same page, we could, this planet would be more healed. 
there'd be more love, less war, I think, you know, and so yes, that's how I see it anyway. Yes, yes. Um, uh, what can I say? Absolutely would change everything. So basically what uh, the main issue is, is ignorance. We are ignoring fundamental truth. And, um, and I know you mentioned society and all that. So uh, I have heard that before. I hope it's not true, <laughs> that they are actually... People um, with a lot of power to, uh, let's say, influence masses that they of the human mind, that they are actually very aware of this, that most people are ignorant of their own inner power. So they take advantage of that by, you know, yes. using distraction as uh, I honestly think I, I sadly agree with that. And it's I don't agree with it lightly, but I kind of do. And it's sad. It's sad. because. Yeah, because if you if you are the holders of the knowledge and instead of sharing it and and helping people understand it, you decide to let greed and hatred and 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 your ego. You know, want to control other people for your benefit, you're denying them their to for lack of a better word, birthright. Yes. As as a human. It's a challenge to kind of even, even for me to conceive this idea that uh, there are people out there that they know this and they use it as a manipulation tool. Yeah, it is a sad thing. I hope not. I hope that, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking here, it just might be that they are ignorant and they have to be ignorant themselves to, well, right? I mean, I, I, I guess it's kind of like a two-sided coin because there might be people that are just completely ignorant because if someone manipulated you from in the past and that's what you've been taught and that's what your belief system is you probably don't you won't know any better so there is a level of ignorance depending on who the person is basically i think so it's probably a 50 50 thing yes that's true it's also the other side allowing right mm -hmm. that to go on right that's a very good point <laughs> yes see not blaming I, I don't like the idea of blaming anything or anyone um you say that beautifully in your book becoming your own god you say something yeah, about taking responsibility, but you also talk about being a victim. Oh, yeah, as you said, becoming your own God is about recognizing that you are not a victim of, of your circumstances, but rather a co-creator of your own reality, of your reality. That's so true. So no blaming, not trying to. And that's um, an interesting thing. You can only do that when you tap into your own power then you, you just, uh, yeah, it's so different the way we behave. Once you start causing your own suffering, it, a lot of things start to fall into place, really. Yes, true. And, and um, going back to this awakening, I think that's what most people call it, awakening mm -hmm. to your own power. Mm -hmm. it, is, yeah. it seems like that's the only purpose of the human experience of so being here now, if we can call this a lifetime, it would be to... Um, kind of uncover that truth, right, Kimmy? And I think that would be, that'll be it if we can do that for ourselves. Yeah, because, I mean, embracing your own godhood, for, again, lack of a better word, means, you know, taking full responsibility for your life. And it's empowering you to make conscious choices and decisions that align with your values and your desires in life. So you are your the master of your own destiny. Uh, the universe is just your backup. <laughs> mm, yes. And I would assume that, from that perspective, uh, we would do kind of desire, if I can use that word, or long for things that would help ourselves and others. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the universe and the earth. Right. Right. We, right. That's like automatically comes with that understanding yeah. that yeah. everything's connected. I really I really do because when you realize that you are connected to everything, it's it is an awakening because you're going to be seeing things with a new perspective. And once that perspective kicks in, then maybe other questions might come and you might still have more questions of yourself, but you'll know where you stand. You'll, you'll understand what you, where you're, what, what you value most. So we don't have to worry about that. Like what do uh, the things we do because in, in the actions, because we, it's almost like a trust, isn't it, Kimmy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We trust that, that energy, that essential energy to just guide us. I see sometimes that I try not to connect the essence, this energy of God, of the source, of divinity, with the body-mind. I really try not to because I know that I'm not the body, I'm not the mind. So I'm just having that experience. And it feels very much like I am, but there is, um, I'm just witnessing what, that becomes the experience, the witnessing the body-mind and, and its activities. But it really feels to me like, um, it's almost like that, that removes all the shame, the guilt and all that. Because sometimes we tend to think that the body is not, uh, let's say, is not wor- worthy in the sense of being divine, for what it does, it's always constantly asking for this and that, you know, food, and it has to be cleaned and all. It's almost like too demanding <laughs> in a way to be divine. <laughs> There's no freedom there. It would be awesome. We'd right. just be like, hey, I'm energy, uh, floating around, no need for hours now. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. But, you know, but it's a sense of freedom because when I, when I really kind of stop to think about the body and the mind, it's so limited. It's very limiting. So there's no freedom there. There's no freedom. The body will go. It could go at any moment. It could just become ashes. And then the mind, too, is constantly changing. Everything's changing. The thoughts, memories, uh, ideas. So the only thing I hold down to is that this awareness. I know that there's something here that's noticing the movements of body-mind. So that's who I am. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's because that's kind of like uh, in a nutshell being present because you're noticing. Yes. And that noticing is God who is noticing has to be this energy that we call God, the source, the divine. It's just it doesn't really mix itself with anything. So that's what I say. What's not to love about it? Because it's witnessing everything, which we call experience, Mm -hmm. but it's not really it doesn't become it. It doesn't become the experience. It just witnesses. It just kind of illumines. It's like um, it's like the sun that we are able to see everything because the sun's showing us what's here right. when it's not dark. So that's how I see uh, this idea of um, the essence in God. It's the light that shows us. And that's fun, isn't it? Why not? Uh, yeah. Because I think then the energy, um, the sun cannot really... Um, you wouldn't be able to know anything else um, if it doesn't have this illusion that it's separated or it's watching something. So that's how I, I'm able to play with this because mm-hmm. I know how much suffering there is here with the limiting, uh, the limitations of body mind. So mm-hmm. that makes me very peaceful when I think about that. <laughs> for some that reason. is my my <laughs> when I when what brings me to peace. I think is um, just the the connection because. 
I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a geek when it comes to science and astrology and, and planets, and I always have been. So I I think of it as the wonder of just what's out there, and we're connected, and it's just like sometimes it's just a very religious experience for me to just sit and just feel what's going on and that energy, you know, that, that direct link we all have. Um, and if you're not tuned in, you, you don't, you, you might miss it sometimes. Mm, yes, that is so true. There's so much, right, Kimmy, to be aware of that sometimes we just focus on a few things. I'm sure that's how limited the, the senses are. But I love the um, energy healing and the mystical experiences because uh, we are using different, uh, it's almost like a, a fifth, sixth sense, something that's not really, has nothing to do with the body-mind. It's It really feels like it's, it's dream-like. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it because it really does. Yeah, it, it, that feels more, in a way, that feels more real uh, to me a lot of times mm-hmm. than the physical reality. But this is another conversation for another podcast, <laughs> non-duality, <laughs> isn't it? We are almost at the end. I do have, um, I want to make some more questions for you, the ending questions. But before that, let's see, I want to mention that your website has some fun products that I was looking at it. They are beautifully designed by you, I found out. Um, you have notebooks, uh, iPhone Cases, coasters, mugs, unisex t-shirts, candles, bags. I'm working on more journals. <laughs> you are, yes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that helps a lot, doesn't it? To mm-hmm. expose our own thoughts. <laughs> and then yeah, and journaling is awesome. <laughs> it is. It is, Kimmy. So you have all these fun, and I love how fun it is, the colors and everything. That's so wonderful. We talked about this, light and playfulness. And then the services, you offer spiritual coaching, mindfulness, coaching, and minister services as well. So before we say goodbye for today and I ask you these uh, ending questions, would you like to add anything that you left unsaid or read a passage in your book? Oh, I think we're good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have the ending questions. Let's see. I have way too many. I'll ask you this one. What do you love most about being in the human body or being in the human body as of now? Ooh, interesting, interesting. Okay, so just being in my human shell. I think I love the way, and this may sound weird, but the ability to express the inside. I, I'm a I'm someone who loves fashion and 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 things like, you know, I love going to thrift stores and, and have piercings and I have tattoos. It's it's this self-expression of kind of like my inside. So and I'm one of those people where I don't dress for I'll dress for an occasion, but I, I just like, what do I feel like today? So it's kind of like the outside mirror should, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. matches the inside. So I think I like the playfulness yeah. of it, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Ah, never thought of that way. Gosh. So in from that perspective, or without comparing, it feels like I am very serious then. Yeah, I usually use those fitness clothes and I'm, I'm very casual. But I'm not playful with the way I dress. And I don't have tattoos. <laughs> I don't change the color of my hair like a different. So it's not playful. You see, that's why I'm like, wait a minute, but I'm I'm playful in so many ways. I laugh a lot and all that, but not really with the body. Um, perhaps with the mind. Yeah, with conversations like this, that's where I have the most fun, I guess. Beautiful. <laughs> so. Yes, I love I love these conversations. Um, yeah, it, I, like you said before, Kimmy, you said everyone is unique, right? We express 
their divinity or that personality, even the egoic personality. It, it's so it's so colorful. I mean, we can't deny that. It's it's beautiful. And then my last question is this one: um, What three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die? Oh, three experiences. Um, like physical experiences? Because we're talking about the body, right? Yeah, it could be any kind of experience, any oh. kind. Oh, man. Well, in the body, you're able to see, smell, and taste, and touch. So I feel that everyone should experience things like, for example, mindful eating, you know, let, let flavors linger, you know, enjoy the fact that you have these sensations. Um, clothing, like I said, you play with, with, with yourself and your in personality, but really just an experience nature, you know, um, I, I feel a little off balance lately. I know cause I live in the city and I'm like, I, the other day I was like, I really want to go to the forest for like a week. You go camping. So really just take in the beauty that's around you and play with yourself and not to be too serious and experience the sensations that come with the body. Mm. If that yes. makes sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah, very much. I love that. Um, I love your wisdom. Um, what's not to love about the things you say and what are you doing in this reality, your expression here. It's truly beautiful. Thank you, Kimmy, for being you. We need we need to see more of this, more of this uh, playful spiritual expression in this reality. Yeah, and not- we are seeing it, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, you see, I talk to a lot of people and it really feels like a lot, a lot more of us are becoming um, more ourselves in the sense of becoming our own God. But then when we go out there, when I go to the store or whatever it is, even with my neighbors and my family, then it doesn't feel that way. So I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> when I talk to people here, it feels like the world's completely different. Um, ah, I guess, um, it, you see, that's why I love the, uh, the idea that everything's explored from within. So it might be the way I see reality. Ah, it's just perfect, everything, <laughs> as it is, as from this perspective here, because we can't be, I mean, we are everywhere at the same time, but... Uh, when it comes to body-mind experience, it's just it's very localized. It yes. becomes very limiting, Yes, it's which limiting. is good, right? It's, it's good and bad because it, it, it's you can experience all these wonderful things while we're in this form. And at the same time, um, like when, like you said, you step out and you see other people expressing their self, you start to sometimes feel that separation. And I think that clouds our judgment because we're not separated, but we look separated because... That's what we're, our vision is telling us, not our senses, our vision. So. Yes, right. So you see, it's, um, it's that practice of trusting that non-physical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That essence more than anything else. And exactly. almost not ignore and deny the sensory perception, but um, kind of looking deeper, always yes. looking deeper into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a beautiful play, I have to say, <laughs> this whole life thing. Oh, Thank you fun. so much. <laughs> it is, it yeah. is, Kimmy, it is fun. Thank you so much for your presence again um, in this reality, the way, exactly the way you are. It's truly beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for having me. This was a beautiful conversation. And so, and fun. before we say goodbye for today, where's the best place to find more information about you and your work? Oh, it's just my website, uh, reverenddrkimmy.com. 
Oh. Yes, and I I do have the link here, so yeah. I have that. Oh yeah, are you on social media too, Kimmy? Or um, I'm on, on I'm on Facebook, uh, mostly for family. Uh, I have a Twitter account. Um, my Twitter has me as Reverend Dr. Kimmy, but it's just a hodgepodge. I sometimes it's a like today I posted something, you know, like a a collective tarot reading, but. Sometimes I'm just complaining about stuff, but it's I'm, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to know. I'll have the website link on your podcast profile as well. Thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. Bye for now, Kimmy. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Reverend Dr. Kimmy Van Dalkeren and her work, please visit RevDrKimmy.com. That's R-E-V-D-R-K-I-M-M-I-E dot com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.